welcome back to the 13914 podcast sponsored by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. I am so glad you have joined my conversation today and I can't wait for you to hear what God has put on my heart to share with you. So let's get started. He is risen. Yes, that that is how I'm starting out the podcast today. He is risen. He is alive. Today is Easter Sunday, and it's a really special day that we in the uh, Christian faith love to celebrate because it marks an anniversary of the most selfless sacrifice to ever be done in all of history, and that is Jesus' sacrifice on the cross to save us from our sins. And today, today specifically, we celebrate not just his death, but his resurrection. Today, we can proclaim, and every day, we can proclaim Jesus is alive I mean, I, I can't say it enough. It is so special and so perfect. And I'm so happy that we can celebrate that. Before, though, we continue on with today's celebration, let's hear a word from our sponsor. It's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today. Yes, check them out. They're great sponsors, but they are not who we're talking about today. We are talking about Christ the Risen King. Now, if you are coming to this podcast this specific episode and you do not either believe in Jesus Christ or even know who he is, stick around because I'm going to talk to you about what he did for us. And before I just talk about it and explain it in a bit, I am going to read one of the accounts. So Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and I believe John, I didn't look to confirm, uh, has an account of Jesus being written, risen. I'm not going to read the death and what happened before that. I am just going to read what happened specifically today. And I'm going to read it out of Matthew chapter 28. Here it goes, verse 1. After the Sabbath at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him, they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, do not be afraid. For I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. 
So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell the disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Don't be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Folks, family, friends, Jesus is alive. See, God had a plan. This whole time, this whole story, as we're reading through the Bible, God had a plan. And he he gave us glimpses of it throughout the Old Testament, all the way up to the birth of Jesus. Now, we, we can see that. We can look through it and be like, okay, there's where God showed us. And there's another time. And there's another time. And we know what already happened because it's already happened. But... The Jewish people, the Israelites, the the Gentiles, all of them, they didn't have a book to see it all put together. They were a part of it. So some of them probably didn't realize what was happening through that time. But throughout history, God was, was building up for something. And it was this moment, this beautiful moment. awing, fearful, wonderful moment. And that was Jesus rising from the dead. See, here's the reason why Jesus Christ died for us. We got to go all the way back to Genesis for this because when Eve and Adam decided to listen to the serpent, and to eat the fruit and brought sin into the world, God had to start devising a plan. Let's be real. He probably already knew what was going to happen. He probably already knew what his plan was going to be because, you know, all-knowing, all-omniscient, omnipresent, yada, yada. But he had to have a plan to then save us from that mistake. And from that moment that they left the garden all the way, through the years to this moment when Jesus rose again. This was all of God's plan. From uh, the Israelites being exiled to being saved, to being exiled, to being saved, through different stories showing how God was going to bring a Savior through the sacrifices they had to make, um, through the the uh, desert, through the silence, through all of it. You can see God's handiwork and what's happening. And and we have a prophet, um, Isaiah, who, who lays it on the line. He says, a Savior is coming. We have no clue when, but a Savior's coming. And he came. He came. Three days ago, Good Friday. We call it good because that was the day that Jesus died for us. Because if you you read before that in the garden... Jesus goes before God in prayer and says, God, if there's a way 
for this to be done a different way. If there's a way for me to not do this, if you could pass this cup on to something else, if you have a different solution, please. But let your will be done. And God's will was to sacrifice Jesus. On Good Friday, God had to turn away while man, beaten, tortured, and pretty much and, and just destroyed the image of Jesus. And then hung him on a cross. See, for us, a cross is significant because for us, it symbolizes Jesus and what he did for us. But before that, a cross was just another tool to kill uh, criminals. For us, it was the, for them and us, it was the equivalent of the electric chair or a firing squad or um, the injection, whatever method over the years we've used as a death sentence, that was what the cross was before Jesus hung on it. The cross before Jesus' sacrifice was just another death sentence. And that's where he was. And he did. And there was this beautiful moment as he's dying on the cross and he's losing his breath. He says, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And then the last words he says is, it is finished. And he takes his final breath and he's gone. Because that is the last sacrifice we ever have to give to be close to Jesus. Up until this point, the Israelites had to sacrifice uh, sheep, uh, colts, calves. Just They had this list of pure animals that they were able to sacrifice to ask for forgiveness for God. But the moment Jesus lost his last breath, we never had to do it again. Because in that moment, Jesus covered all of our sins. Not just the people that had already lived. Not just the people that were living in the moment watching him die. But every single person from that moment forward to us, to our children, to our children's children and beyond. He tore the veil. So we could go before God directly. And see, once he died, he entered a battlefield. See, to us, he was just dead. To the people there, he was dead. He, he was not doing anything else. But Jesus is so much more than that. He is one of three. He is God. And he went in our defense against sin. See, sin came from um, our decision to disobey God. And there were angels that disobeyed God and now quote-unquote, ruled on earth. That would be, his name is Lucifer is an angel, and he rebelled, and now he's known as Satan, and he has his followers, minions, cult, whatever. And Jesus went to battle on our behalf against that. And see, if Jesus lost, we wouldn't have Easter. But he didn't lose. See, 
when someone dies, we're dead, we're done, our spirit's gone. But Jesus, Jesus not only defeated sin, he defeated death. And on the third day, he rose. I mean, how can you not get emotional over that? He rose for us. He came back to let us know that he won. Friends, friends, I know the world's messed up. I know we look around and we even see other people who say that they're Christian. And even sometimes looking at ourselves, we're like, sometimes you want to question if the battle actually is finished. Because to us, it isn't because we're still in the battle every single day. We're fighting and fighting and fighting. But here's the truth. You don't have to worry about the war because the war is actually already over. We haven't seen it yet because it's not that time, but it already is. Because Jesus already did the work. He already did the work. Now what we have to do is just battle the inner sinful nature that we have within ourselves. We don't have to worry about battling sin itself or death itself because Jesus did that. We just need to draw on his strength to battle the sinful nature that tries to convince us that Jesus didn't win. Because that's what I look at it as is sin is still trying to convince us. That Jesus didn't win and we need to get on the train because sin is going to win in the end. But it didn't. Every day we, are try we have to remind ourselves that sin lost. And today, today is that reminder. Today, Jesus Christ rose again. In victory. <laughs> it just, it makes me so emotional, so happy to know that I don't have to fight the war. That I, it is not my responsibility. Because to think that I would have to fight that war every day on my own is draining and depressing. But friends, we don't. The hole you feel like you're in is because you are not allowing Jesus to fill it and to remind you, I won this. Just draw on my strength and I'll get you through. You have victory through me. All you gotta do is let me in. Friends, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is, or, yeah, oh my gosh, I messed up my own verse. For the wages of sin is death, 
But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's in Romans. And then there's John 3, 16. For, the, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. It is so much easier than what we think. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to believe. That's the first step. Get it. Working on our habits, working on the sinful nature within us is the daily battle we have to face. But the great news is we don't have to do it alone if we choose to believe. Friends, I choose to believe every day. What about you? Do you choose to believe that every day Jesus is on that battlefront with you? If you do, awesome. If you don't and you want to hear more, Get in touch with me. The links are below. I would love to talk to you. If you want to find a local church and don't know where to begin, type in local church. Contact me and I'll help you. Friends, I want you to have and experience the love and safety and power and strength and courage that Jesus Christ can give you through him. Because you don't have to face the battle on, the own, on your own. Because Jesus Christ won that war already. Friends, happy Easter. I love you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the 13914 podcast with me, Ashley Danny, brought to you by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. I am so thankful that you came by to hang out with me today. And don't forget, you all are fearfully and wonderfully made. Till next time, everyone. Bye.